At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame, never doubt it It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney you're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. This is a week of a major, so there's a lot of pressure on us. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, Friday, Saturday edition. Where, whenever you want to download it, Friday night it's available. And uh, it won't be available Friday night this week because we are taping on Friday evening. And uh, so it's a Saturday only. 31st anniversary of the Hank Haney podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. I'm Steve Johnson, the great predictor. And with me is Tim Parachka up in the uh, God's country of Minnesota. Tim, are you there, Tim? I am here, Steve. I am doing fantastic. I am actually in the field of dreams. I am recording in my bedroom instead of the closet. I am excited to be with you, Steve. It is the PGA Championship. Instead of recording Thursday morning as we typically do, um, I called you and I was like, Steve, we probably should do this on Friday. It's major week. It's PGA Championship week. We've got a whole lot of topics to talk about. Man, I am... Man, I'm I'm really disappointed, actually. Well, 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 let's not get into that yet. Let's not get into that. Let's just let's set the table here. Well, let me ask you a couple of questions. I'll do the questioning here, and you'll do the answering. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. West Coast major. 
What are your thoughts? You like watching primetime? We, we're, we are taping 8 p.m. Central Time, and there's still golfers. Tiger Woods is on the 14th hole right now. A lot of golfers still on the golf course. Uh, what do you think about primetime majors? It is enjoyable, Steve. I do like it. Primetime majors is very enjoyable. However, I mean, if I'm going to be honest here, Sunday night when Hank and I are recording and I've got to put together the Get a Grip podcast at like 2 or 3 a.m., I'm not going to enjoy that, but it is entertaining to be able to sit on your couch, have a Mountain Dew, have a water, have some chocolate, have some candy, and to see the golf on the television, it is very entertaining, and I and I, I do enjoy West Coast majors. What are your thoughts about it? Oh, yeah. You know you know what I did tonight, Tim? We got uh, stopped by the store, got some steaks, got the little hardwood charcoal going, and uh did some uh, steak tacos, watched the tube uh, with my wife, Michelle, and uh, had a little uh, dessert. Uh, you know what my dessert was tonight? Watermelon, baby. Watermelon. It was great. It was great. But you know what? We got to watch the, the tournament. Uh, watching Harding Park brings back very fond memories for me because I went to school up in the Bay Area. And I- I'm telling you, Tim, if you haven't, for those of uh, our listeners that have not been to Northern California for a golf vacation. I mean, this is the mother load of all golf in California. Uh, most of the courses, like Hank told us on Wednesday, that they built these uh, phenomenal courses, the Presidio, Harding Park, MacArthur Park. You have uh, Lake Merced. You have Olympic Club 36 holes. You have the California Golf Club all right in the same area. And it's uh, it was built in that area right on the coast because they didn't think this is what Hank had heard. They didn't think that anyone would want to live there because it's so damn cold. I mean, the water right there uh, today is 64 degrees. Now you see the guys wearing, this is August now, remember, and they were just in Memphis last week where it was, they did get some mild temperatures in in Memphis, but it could have been 500 degrees and humid. Now they're, uh, everyone's wearing sweaters. How about that? Yeah, it's crazy, Steve. Uh, the part that I love about Harding Park, and and the telecast has um, illustrated this a little bit on ESPN, um, they've illustrated the fact that it's a public golf course. Anybody can go play Harding Park. You don't need to be a pri- you don't need to be a private golfer. You don't need to have a membership there. You can literally book a tee time next week and play Harding Park. Anybody can do it. I know. I'm sure it's more expensive than most public golf courses, Steve. But it is fascinating to see the best players in the game and to know that they're playing a public golf course. That that makes me happy inside because I've only played a private um, golf course once, and that's the one Jeff R- Running took me to. And on that note, Steve, I want to I do a little... Uh, so you're going to love this segment. You're going to love this idea. So I'm, let's get onto the golf, right? So far, this is my favorite major of the year. How about you? Yeah, definitely. The best major of 2020 so far. Easily the best major so far of 2020. So I want to pay some guys some respects. So I'm looking at the leaderboard, Steve, okay? And you're going to love this segment, but I want to pay them the respects because they worked their butts off to be in this moment for at least one time in their life, right? So Judd Gibb, 21 over. The Zach Johnson, 17 over. 
Rod Perry, 15 over. Jeff Hart, he's 60 years old. And they showed him making a birdie putt on Thursday. He's 14 over. Justin Birch, 13 over. Alex Knoll, 11 over. Sean Warren, 11 over. Danny Balin, 10 over. Rich, uh, excuse me, Ryan Vermeer, 10 over. Rich Barbarian, Mike Otterson, J.R. Roth, John O'Leary, John, uh, Jason Karen. Man, Steve, I just want to pay these guys respects. Um, Rob Labritz, he made the cut last year at the PGA Championship. That was Jeff Warren's guy, your man. Benny Cook, Bob Sowards, David Mutit, Marty Jertson. Oh, I'm getting to him, Steve. And here we go. Here we go. Where is he? Where is he? You know what's coming. And Alex Beach, the leader of the club professionals. And he's from the great state of Minnesota. So I want to pay my love and respects to Alex Beach for leading the way of the club professionals in the PGA Championship. (laughs) Oh, man. When is this charade going to be over? I needed to pay my respects to the PGA Championship, the club professionals, because you are so disrespectful of the 18 club professionals that missed the cut. There are 20 of them, bud. I think there's 18 this week. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with you on that. I'm not going to fact check you on that. So let's say 18. Okay, here, we, we've talked about this a bunch, and, and uh, I, I, don't res- I don't disrespect their profession. Their profession, I'm, I'm, I'm part of their profession. They're colleagues of mine. Um, I have a lot of respect for them because, I mean, certainly, as much as we work, PGA Club pros, as much as we work and as little as we make, we could do, we, we, it's obvious that we love the game of golf. Uh, if we worked that many hours and used that many skills in another business or another uh, profession, we would make a lot more money. We would be members of those clubs. We would be golf snobs, to be honest. But, I mean, I respect the jobs that they do. They all have tough jobs. Um, the, the club guys say, hey, I have five or 600 bosses because that's about how many members they have. But you know us guys in the public sector, we say, hey, everybody that walks through the door, we're there to serve them. We're there to make uh, golf fun for them. We're there to teach them golf. Um, and uh, I, I respect all they do. What, what I don't respect is, is the, the charade that these guys can compete at the highest levels. It's, it's, a, it's a slap in the face to a guy like Pat Perez, who has limited time left on the PGA Tour, how many majors is he going to play in, Tim? Come on. I mean, he's gonna, he probably has six majors left in him. And, you know, he's made a career. He, he's, he's a great player. He deserved to be in this tournament. Alex Noren almost didn't get in. He was an alternate. And he got in. He's up toward the top of the leaderboard. It's, it's a waste to have guys in there that cannot compete. Their average score was nine over par, and they haven't even finished yet. There's guys out there that are still going to make high scores. It, it just goes to show you when you, these guys are all great players in their own right, Tim. I mean, when they play in their section events, when they play with their members, their members are impressed with how they play, especially like Jeff Warren, uh, our, our friend Jeff Warren, who's on Sirius XM. He, he loves the, the New York Club Pro. You know why he loves the New York Club Pro? Because all they do is play golf. I mean, they, they have jobs in which 
the members say, hey, you know what? We want you to play golf with the members, which is it's still a tough job. You know, you've got to entertain the members. You've got to teach them while you're out there playing and all that. But nobody makes the cut this year. I would have bet another $300,000 to his $100. I still wouldn't have gotten paid. What I was your club paid. pro category called? What was your club pro category called? Again? It was the Dreamers. It was the Dreamers. It was the Mike Lindell, my pillow. And you know what? It's, it's, it's fitting because who wins? Who's the low of the club pro? It's a guy from Minnesota right where the my pillow is made. That's the and great Alex predictor. Beach. That's right. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to take credit for that because you're going to come back and you're going to. No, you're, you're going to discredit me. on No, that I'm not going to. I'm not going to discredit you for that, Steve. If anything great happens in the great state of Minnesota, I will never discredit you. So if you somehow find a way to spin it to make sure Minnesota is involved <laughs> and the greatness of the state is involved, then I will never, ever debate you. I will. I will call you the great predictor. I will. I will pay you that hundred dollars that Jeff Warren owes you. So, <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, the guys that went to play, I mean, that takes a lot of courage to play. They're almost like they're forced into playing. There's some guys, some of those 20, when they got the invitation to play in the PGA, they're thinking, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? What a great honor. But man, there is no hiding. How You're out there and exposed. Um, the members or your cust- the customers at that golf course, if it's a, if it's a daily fee course or public course, Every one of them to the person is saying, whatever happens, you turn a score in. Do not no card. Do not withdraw. Turn a scorecard in. Be a man. Take it like a man. And I got to give it to a Judd, Judd Gibb. 21 over par. He took it like a man. What did he shoot? Like 70, 77, 84. Um, grinding all the way to the very end. And he's going home. And he's going to get kind of those half smiles like, you know what? What Man, you just made a total fool out of yourself. Only okay, 29 shots back of how Tongli. I mean, he's, he's right, he was right there. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's I mean, right. A couple of breaks go yeah. here and there. and Yeah, Gibb. bounce here, a bounce there, yeah, a three-putt here, a penalty shot there, and he's yeah. right in the, in the hunt. I mean, I had him on shot tracker, Steve, and it's really unfair. I mean, I'm looking at his round two. I mean, look at these bad breaks that he got. So he, so he opened 10 with a par, the par five, okay? And look at these bad breaks that Judd Gibb got, okay? So 11, he bogeys, 12, he bogeys, 13, he double bogeys, 14, he bogeys, 15, he double bogeys, 16, he par, 17, he bogeys, 18, he bogeys. I mean, look at this break. Yeah. Two, he bogeys, three, he double bogeys, 80 bogeys, 90 bogeys. Did he make a birdie? How many birdies do you think Judd Gibb made this week? Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to be guessing, but I, he had to make at least uh, at least two. He made no birdies this week. No birdies. Ooh. I mean, you know, sometimes you get in a position, and, and we've all been there, where we just cannot get comfortable. We can't calm ourselves down. We can't hit the shots. Um, to, to play 36 holes and not make a birdie uh, on a golf course, I don't know probably the last time that that's happened to him. Probably never. Okay. And no time. disrespect to Judd Gibb, okay? I, I love you, Judd Gibb. I love you. How far do you think Judd Gibb drove the ball um, this week? His average driving distance. Now, Ooh. you don't know his game, so I will give you... I will give you... Um, like, uh, I, like I think I, you're setting me up. You're, you're setting no. me up. He's, he's not competing with uh, Bryson DeChambeau for the longest, is he? 
No, he's not. So Judd Gibb, I'll give you some. I'll give you a range, okay? Okay. Did Judd Gibb drive it two fifty to two fifty five, two fifty five to two sixty, two sixty to two sixty five, two sixty five to two seventy, two seventy to two eighty. Even if it's two eighty, he's one of the shortest hitters on the on the would be on the, one of the shortest hitters on the PGA Tour. I'm going to say two sixty to two sixty five. Two sixty eight point six. Ooh, okay, yeah, not close. not long enough. Judd is not long enough. Hey, I got a fun fact for you here, too, to, to, to wrap up the club pros. I mean, some of these guys, I don't know if you can really call them club pros. Uh, Jeff Hart is uh, a guy from San Diego. He's from Solana Beach. You know what? I played junior golf against Jeff Hart. Uh, Jeff Hart was a really good junior golfer, good college golfer, and he, uh, you know, he, he played as a pro a little bit. Um, junior golf. Can you believe that? I, a guy's 60 years old. How many 60-year-olds... Do you think I have played in the PGA Championship other than a club pro? In the first round on hole number four, the par five, he drained a 42-foot bomb for birdie, and he's 60. And he's leading. he was probably leading the tournament at that point. Yeah. Thinking if I could just hold on, if I could just hold on a little bit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there. But, yeah, uh, a couple no. bad breaks. So uh, let, let, let's, uh, let's start the initiative. I, I've only got 360 days left until we start this whole charade again next year with the PGA Club Pros. <laughs> Hank is calling for five. It's Hank less than 360 because the major is going to be in May next year. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, man. I, I, I better start making the posters because uh, <laughs> I, I feel bad for a guy like Pat Perez. I, I really do. Wait, now, let me ask you a question. Either or, you could pick any club pro except your guy from Minnesota because I know you're going to pick the Minnesota guy any time. Oh, yeah. Okay, would you, if it were up to you, if Minnesota Tim was the commissioner of the PGA Tour, would you pick any of those other club pros or Pat Perez to play in the PGA Championship? Pat Perez, absolutely. I'm not going to okay. be an idiot here. I'm not okay. going to be an idiot. Would you pick to play in the PGA Championship? He's a little bit older than 60, but would you put? Would you pick Bernard Longer over those other 17 club pros? Bernard Longer. Okay. Would you pick, and I'll tell you what, he's doing a great job of commentating this week, his color commentary. Oh, Double D. Would you pick Double D or a club pro? A club pro. Oh, really? He's former number one in the world. Yeah, Double D. I actually love when you talk about Double D. Big fan of Double D. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him. You know what? He's not going to shoot any good. But you know you could make a you can make a uh, an argument that hey you know what he deserves to be there more than a club pro yeah yeah I, I don't know why I'm not getting any traction on this thing you know I mean just everyone just uh, is just so raw raw PGA club pro Alex uh, Beach okay Alex he's Beach. your man yeah. Minnesota congratulations Alex thanks all right let's take our first break on the Friday Saturday combo when we come back. The great predictor said Tiger would win. The great predictor said Tiger was going to putt well because he's working on his putting and chipping <laughs> while not playing the WGC. What was the great predictor thinking? That's coming up next on the, on the uh, Saturday Strong episode number 31. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com right now for a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. The reviews are off the charts. It's a free two-week supply. It will take care of your aches. It will take care of your pains. It's a patented product, and it's a free two-week supply. Go to VoodooPainRelief.com 
right now to get that free two-week supply. Coming up next, the great predictor explains why he was so off on Tiger Woods. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Hey Kenny Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. First major of the year, the PGA Championship, the 102nd PGA Championship, and the 31st Hey Kenny Podcast, Saturday Strong Edition. Hey, you know, before I tell you about Tiger Woods and my predictions on Tiger Woods, um, I got a question from Caddy John. And Caddy John posed a question on Twitter. He, he tweeted me at, at greatpredictor one He wanted to know what I thought of Hao Tong Lee, and he wanted to know about... Uh, an over-under bet for the weekend, a putting bet over-under. And uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tease you with that right now. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but let's get to the Tiger Woods. Um, I remember talking about Tiger Woods on Wednesday on the Hank Haney podcast with uh, Minnesota Tim Parachka. And also on the Saturday Strong, we, we remember Tiger Woods elected to opt out of the World Golf Championships at, in Memphis and Tim said, Tim had really good, uh, he had intel. He had uh, people in the know that would let him know exactly what was going on. And, and the, the word was that Tiger was taking the week off because he'd putted so poorly 
in the tournament uh, at Muirfield. Although we got four rounds in, he was dedicated to practice his putting, specifically his lag putting. And so Tim said that he thought Tiger Woods was going to do really well, didn't you, Tim? His leg putting has been good this week, Steve. He just hasn't made any birdies. Well, I mean, on greens like that, you know he changed putters too. Remember we talked about that on the Saturday Strong. Some players will change putters on this type of surface because it tends to be bumpy. That's not the reason Tiger changed putters, he said, and Hank called bull crap on that. And this is also what Steve Stricker said. So Hank said Tiger putts with a 35-inch putter or something along those lines, right? And what Tiger said, the reason he changed putters is because this putter is longer and it takes less hurt off of his back. It takes away less pain off of his back. But Hank called crap on that. Hank said it's probably only like a half an inch longer than his regular Scotty Cameron. Ooh. Is Hank saying that Tiger is not telling us 100% the truth? (laughs) Yes. You know, when you do get a long putter, it does change the, the, the flex in the shaft. Uh, there's a, a new golf shaft out called the Stability Shaft where it, it has zero flex. But it, it, all of us know that if tried a shorter putter than a longer putter, when you go to a longer putter, that head is heavier. It feels heavier. The swing weight is heavier. The shaft flexes more. And, uh, you know, I, I think Tiger changed putters, like, like Hank says, not because it, it was an, a quarter inch longer. It's because it feels different. It feels different, and it makes the ball roll differently. These greens, and you can see when they show that worm cam, Tim, these greens have been verticut a lot. A verticut is when the blades typically run horizontally to the grass, and they cut the top of the blades. But a verticutter takes the bumps out of this little POA annual. Remember I taught you guys how to say that? Can you say that, Tim? POA? POA? Annua. Annua. Yes, I'm the great pronunciator too. Remember that. And they, they printed it. They printed it on the screen. Poa annua, two words. Uh, everyone else mispronounces it, but it gets, it tends to get bumpy. And even in the afternoons, it'll, you, it gets little blooms on the plant and gets bumpier. So they verticut a lot. Getting the ball up on the top of the grass is key to getting good roll. And these greens, they don't look that great, but I'm telling you what, they're rolling pretty darn good. So what are your thoughts about Tiger's poor putting? So I was the one, I was joking with the great predictor. I was the one that thought Tiger would putt well this week. He currently ranks 104th in strokes gained putting as he finishes his second round. In the first round, he was positive strokes gained putting, Steve. He was two under, plus 1.249 strokes against the field. In round two, currently, as he's on the 17th hole, He's negative 2.189 against the field in strokes gained putting. Tiger did not make a putt over three feet on the front nine. And on the front nine, he made a total of 12 feet of putts. And you compare that to his Thursday round, Steve. And Tiger on Thursday made 115 feet of putts. Man, well, I tell you what, he is... As we speak, he is flirting with the cut. He just bogeyed the 15th hole. He's gone to three over for the day. He birdied 16. Oh, did he? Okay. Okay. So I, he's I, back must be, to even. I must be running behind here. I'm, I'm watching Tiger Tracker on Twitter, so I'm, okay. I'm getting the latest updates. He is, uh, I mean, he's teetering. I mean, he'll, he'll tough it. 
I hate when Hank hates him when I say you'll tough it out, but he'll figure out a way to get in there. And believe me, he will make he will make the cut. Uh, this goes back to what we when you're claiming a practice putting, and I was hoping that he practices putting because I said, just like Hank has told us many times, Tiger puts well when he practices. When he doesn't practice, he does not putt well. The key for him is getting reps in and 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 practicing. And I was hoping that he maybe get to Harding Park early so he could practice on the uh, on the, the the conditions that he was going to be playing. And even if the greens weren't as fast as they would be in competition, but doesn't look like he did that, Tim. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, now his swing looks as good as I've ever seen his swing look. Um, Hank spent from 2004 to 2010, Hank spent a lot of time trying to keep his eyes level on the downswing, trying to keep his level up rather than shrinking down. Um, and he looks to be doing that really well right now. I mean, he's, he's hitting a lot of good shots. Uh, looks like he's going for a lot of pins that he shouldn't be going for, putting them in bunkers. You know, he's 0 for 7 in up and downs out of the bunkers right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, for terrible. seven. But when you short side yourself on these greens and you can see that the, 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 the sand is very firm and it rolls all the way back down to the bottom. So it's, it's tough to get an uphill lie. Uphill lies are much easier to hit a lofted, uh, what do you call a short sided, a lofted short sided shot. If you're on an uphill lie, you can get the ball up in the air, but if you're on a flat lie, it's very difficult. And, I mean, he's over seven. How, how long has it been since he's done that? A long time. Disappointing to see Tiger even. Um, I mean, he's only eight shots back. He's going to come with, a, I got to go low on Saturday. He's going to come with, a, you know, there's a low score out there. Uh, I guarantee you that's what Tiger talks with Tom Rinaldi after Friday's round. He's going to say it, but uh, I mean, Tiger's hopes are dashed. He's not going to win the PGA. All right, let's take our second break. When we come back, Steve talks about how Tung Lee staying on the practice range five hours after his Friday round. Is it a mistake for how Tung Lee to do that? The great predictor reacts to that next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, how Tung Lee? How Tung Lee is uh, a darn good player. I don't, what is he? You, you got to look up some stats while I'm while I'm giving you a little insight about how Tung Lee. Twenty five years old, Tim. You know now he he hasn't played over here in the United States much. Uh, we saw him the first time in a World Golf Championship. We saw him. Didn't we see him in a Presidents Cup as well? Possibly. He played last week in the WGC in Memphis. He finished tied for seventy fifth. He played the week before in the Memorial, missed the cut, and his official World Golf ranking is 114th. Ooh, wow. Well, I mean, he's, he's having the tournament of his life right now. And uh, let's talk about him staying there it, it, in practicing. Here's what uh, Tom Rinaldi said on, on the broadcast. He said that uh, he finished up, he practiced a little bit, he left the property, he went to go get something to eat, and then he came back to the property. And uh, at 9 o'clock Eastern time, he was still on the property, just barely left the property, he was hitting balls. He was putting. Here's the mindset of a player that uh, is is doing well, has an opportunity. Is is I mean, he's leading the tournament. Uh, the court, the conditions are getting tougher. He's thinking, man, you know what? I I could uh, have a few shot lead here by the end of the day. These guys are are falling away. They're falling back. The conditions are getting tougher, and that's one of the things about Harding Park. That weather can change so quickly, Tim. That. Uh, this could be a tournament, a guy that gets in early, uh, everyone backs up. So how Tung Lee's excited. He's got a lot of nervous energy. A lot of guys, when they get into a groove, they want to continue to hit and hit and hit and practice putting to keep the field, to keep, to, to keep that going. And uh, I don't know if that's the best strategy because you, guys have routines uh, and, and, We've seen the veterans talk about, hey, I just got to stay in my routine. I've got, uh, I've got what I'm going to do. I'm going to show up to the golf course um, two hours in advance. I'm going to do my workout. I'm going to do uh, some stretching. I'm going to do my warm-up, and then I'm going to go to the tee. Uh, when you do what Hao Tung Lee did today after Friday, he, he teed off at 7-something in the morning. And at uh, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, the guy's still at the golf course. There's just something wrong with that. You got to rest. You've got to, and now it's going to be hard for him to rest. He's leading the PGA championship. This could change his life. Um, young guy, he's th- I mean, I'm not sure what he's thinking about. Typically, 
guys like him are very tough mentally. You know, they're coming to a different country. They're playing. They're competing with the best in the world. It can be intimidating. And and he's done, I mean, a hundred and something in the world. He hasn't been a world beater, but I'm telling you what, he uh, he's elevated his game, that's for sure. I mean, you look at his stats, and he's uh, last year he was minus in almost every category on strokes gained. Um, he's gained like six shots on the field in uh, – 10 shots on the field, total strokes gained. That's from from tee to the hole. Yeah, but he's fourth in putting. He's third in approach shots to the green. That's the combination right there. My question for you is this, Steve. So Hao Tong Lee, five under par on Friday's round, three under par on Thursday's round. If you had to estimate, since you're the great predictor, do you think he'll be under par, over par? And what do you think his Saturday round looks like for Hao Tung Lee? I'm going to go out on the limb and say this. Hao Tung Lee does not win the tournament, and Hao Tung Lee shoots over par on Saturday. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, yeah, they're they're going to tight. They're going to tighten the course up. Uh, I'm out on already, the limb. I'm going yes, out on the limb. It's already. I mean, here's a question for you. If Hao Tung Lee could take eight under right now, would he take eight under right now and just uh, sit in the clubhouse? Do you think eight under is a winning score? Oh, that's a great question. I do think eight under is a winning score. I'd love to ask the players if they think that Harding Park conditions, that the course setup is tougher than Muirfield a few weeks ago. Because remember, Muirfield was tough. Yeah, it was. It was like a major. Yeah. If I were Hao Tung Lee, I'd take eight under right now, and I, I wouldn't swing another golf club. I'd take eight under. I think eight under could win. You said could. Do you think it will? Yes. I think, I, I think it will be eight or below. Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be eight or below. Now, there are some short holes out there, but did you see where they put some of the pins today? And yes. There look like there's some tough pin positions out there that they haven't used yet. They the did greens- that on Thursday, too. Well, the greens are sloped, too. If you get on the wrong side of uh, the, the wrong quadrant, I mean, you're going to have a hard time getting up and down. The greens are getting faster. We saw a lot of players hit the greens at, at good trajectories and did not hold the greens. So it, it, uh, it's interesting. Now, they talk about this Kerry Haig who sets the, the courses up for the PJ of America. Uh, he, they say he's the best. No, no, Mike Davis is not the best. Kerry Haig is the best. It's setting up the courses, so it will be fair, but it will be a test. And um, I, I tell you what, I can't, I can't wait till Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, me too. I'm excited for that Saturday tournament, uh, Saturday round, excuse me. So, Steve, as we wrap up the Saturday Strong podcast, I feel like we need to do an ode to a few players, and I would love for you to to um, talk about the intense second rounds of Zach Johnson and Martin Keimer, some other notable guys that missed the cut. I'm going to set up the slow music for you, give you the mood, set the mood, and I want you to go through that leaderboard on the PGA Tour and talk about some of those difficult second rounds, some of those guys that missed the cut that are going to say goodbye to Harding Park and hello to Winkfoot, the U.S. Open in one month. Yes, I, you know, I, I made a category for these guys. 
Um, it was a bittersweet category, Tim. It was a category, it was the Bob Craft. Remember that category? Yes. It was the happy, it was the, it was the early, it was a happy ending, but it was all way too early of an ending. And uh, one of the players that uh, is part of the Bob Craft category was, was Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson had a great first round. What did he shoot? 66, four under par. And he backs it up. I mean, Zach Johnson's getting all two major wins. He's going to look back on his career and he's going to say, hey, I did a pretty good job. I won a lot of tournaments. I've won two majors. I won the Masters. I won the Open Championship. But I had an early happy ending at Harding Park. See you, Harding Park. Maybe next year. And then you've got Martin Keimer. Martin Keimer. We haven't seen Martin Keimer in a long time. We miss Martin Keimer. Remember, Martin Keimer was one of the, uh, he was one of the can't miss uh, floodgate boys back in the day. Won a couple majors. Martin Keimer's had battled injuries. Martin Keimer in Germany, he's from Germany. He lives in Germany. Now he lives in Phoenix here too, but with the COVID, he went back to Germany. You know what he did? He didn't practice his golf. He helped his dad build a house. His dad was homeless and he helped him build a house. I don't think his dad was homeless, but he helped him build a house. Uh, Martin Keimer shoots, I think he shot 66 again in the first round and uh, he only wishes he would have shot six over in the second round and been right there with Zach Johnson on the early end. But Martin Keimer, he gassed it, man. His game was in the crapper. He shot 12 over. And I got to call give up on some of that. Come on, Martin. Tough it out. Be a man. But we'll see you next year. That's all I have, Tim. I like the music. I like the music. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Saturday Strong Podcast. You know, uh, most uh, Some people hear this on Friday night. I will upload and post this as soon as possible. Thank you for tuning in to the Hank Haney Podcast. Follow wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends. Follow Hank on Twitter at Hank Haney. Follow Steve on Twitter at GreatPredictor1. Follow me on Twitter at Tim Parashka. We appreciate you making the podcast a part of your day. Enjoy the PGA Championship on Saturday and Sunday. And that's all. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Adios. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.